Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Marcus Nez. I legit kind of forgot how I started the show off right there. That was a little off key for me. But I am here. I'm ready to talk about some games. Got a quite uh, a menagerie. I've never used that word before. Menagerie. Let's let's Google that. Menagerie. Did I spell it right? I spelled it right. Yeah, so I thought it was a collection of wild animals. Can it be a collection of wild video games? Uh, who's to say? You know who's to say? Merriam-Webster. And does Merriam-Webster say it works? Sure. Because it also can be a varied mixture. And I could have a varied mixture of game. And I have quite the varied mixture of games today. I need to confirm. I need to commit to enunciation. Instead of just trailing off at the end of words. I do that quite often and then it just turns into a mumbly mess. I need to commit to every word. When I'm saying stuff in my head it's just gonna be like yeah this this is what I mean to say and I'm gonna say it with confidence but before I get to the games I played I watched Old Boy for the first time and by Old Boy I mean the original not the Spike Lee one starring James Rowland is that his name I always confuse him with or no Josh Brolin James Brolin's the father? I was going to say I was confusing with his father. James Brolin. Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. He's the father. Yep. Of Josh Brolin, who was an old boy. A movie, a remake that I, they didn't need to do. And for fuck's sake... Why did Spike Lee do it? He must be a fan of the original. I can't see any other reason why Spike Lee would make, would remake Old Boy. But I finally watched it, having put it off all this time and what seemed like would be forever, given its reputation as being incredibly graphic. One of the most graphic movies ever. And I think it's cited when people talk about Squid Game, which I think may be graphic as well or considered graphic however having now watched it I don't know what the fuck people are talking about I am a squeamish person I don't like graphic imagery and especially if it's using excess or for no real reason but I have seen my fair share of graphic stuff I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Cronenberg, but I appreciate his stuff. He's a, a filmmaker who I think does a lot of interesting things, makes a lot of interesting films, but I don't often enjoy them. But he is no stranger to graphic imagery. Old Boy is incredibly tame, given what I was expecting. I don't know if the graphic 
stuff that people refer to is specifically the scene with the octopus where he eats the live octopus, which is the most graphic part of the movie. Uh, specifically the the very beginning when he bites the head and you see it gets squeezed in his teeth and he pulls it away and it stretches. That is incredibly graphic. The part where he starts eating the tentacles and they're wrapping around his arm and his face clearly saying, don't eat me, don't eat me. That's also not the most pleasant thing to, to see, but it, it's more so the biting into the head that is the graphic part of that. But even that, whatever. I, that, that, that may be something I, I'm not as screamish about because I've seen that scene. And it's not full of blood or anything of that nature. It just has that initial image that is pretty disturbing. But in terms of human violence, human graphic imagery, there's not much of anything there. There was a bit of tooth extraction that they cut away from real fast. The scene in the hallway where he's fighting everyone with the hammer... There's never any part that shows a close-up of somebody getting beaten with a hammer. So I don't understand what the graphic stuff in Old Boy is supposed to be. If it's just the octopus, okay. But that's, that's not anything to garner such a reputation. Though that scene along with a little bit of other stuff would make it not great for anyone who's squeamish around violence to animals because you have that scene and then early on a guy kills himself by jumping off the top of the building but he does it while holding a cute little doggy you don't see a close up of the doggy dying but he's holding it and you see it I think not explode out of his hands but it's there and it's visible when he hits the ground and kills himself. And you know that dog ain't coming out of that. That dog is dead too. But getting past all the graphic imagery stuff and whatnot and talking about the movie itself very quickly and without any in-depth analysis or, or, or discussion, I could save that for another show or the Q&A or whatever. I loved Old Boy. I was super surprised by how much I enjoyed it. It is an immediate all-timer for me. I laid down and watched the entire thing in bed. And my plan was just to start it up and see what it was like if it would have any of that graphic imagery right from the start to try and just gauge where it was, what to expect, and then watch the rest of it at a different time. But I was hooked from the very first second, and I just watched the whole thing. Making it one of the first, or the first movie I've watched by itself without distraction in a long time maybe since I watched Dread with my dad 
as the the first UHD we watched uh, on my fancy 4K TV. But I loved Old Boy. The story is fantastic. I caught on to what was going on a little bit earlier than the movie revealed itself. And as soon as I did, oh man. It is... If, if you want to call anything about the, the movie graphic, it is the psycholog- uh, psychological aspect of the story. It is just... that That is the most disturbing part of the movie. The most... Oh God, no, no, please no, no. I know this is what it is, but no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Just, I don't want to, I don't, this is, this is. The, the antagonist in the movie is one of the most evil beings I've seen in a long time on film. And I, I, I don't want to spoil any of it for anyone who would, who would, like to maybe check it out and hasn't seen it like me but it is a great 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 movie great 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 i loved it and the funny thing too is that the reason why i decided to finally check it out is because i thought to myself well i've seen a few of this director's other stuff and they were all relatively tame so how how bad could old boy really be and the, the reason I thought that is because I was confusing the director of Old Boy, Park Chan Wook, with Bong Joon Bong Ho. Pronunciation. Sorry. The, 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 so, so, so Park Chan Wook is the director of Old Boy. And then Bong Joon Joon Ho, who I thought was the director of Old Boy. Is the one who uh, is the director of Parasite, Snowpiercer, the host, Okja. And so, based off of those movies, I thought, uh, how bad could Old Boy really be? And I was thinking of the wrong director. I have seen one of Park Nook's previous movies, his one American movie, Stoker, which I do enjoy for the filmmaking and editing and the way it uh, handles audio story is interesting too and I can see how he's the director of both with the way that story is but I loved old boy a lot a lot a lot what I didn't love was totally killer watched about a half hour 45 minutes of it it's a way too self-aware for its own good and it's not funny it's just it's very it's very very stupid it's very bad I think it wants to be clever. It's not clever. It's just, it's just I, I, I did not want to watch as much as I ended up watching. And I sure shit was not going to finish it. Pretty disappointed though. I was hoping for another happy death day, but it's too in on the joke and it's just it's not, it's not funny in the slightest. And then I also checked out Poltergeist as I was wrapping up the going through my collection and cleaning out clearing out what little blu-rays i have left to get rid of the criterion purge super i can't begin to express how 
good it was for me to do that. That was the one apparent thing still anchoring me with my collection and dragging me along and imprisoning me because I felt this whatever obligation to not get rid of any criterion and to put it on this pedestal that it didn't deserve to be on. So there, there were a lot that I, I put aside to get rid of. But I was going through Plex and looking at the list of unwatched movies to see what was there that I haven't watched. And I saw Poltergeist, which I forgot I even bought. I think I got it at a sale at some point for super cheap and always heard good things. I lasted 45 minutes and it was hard to make it that long because... I don't know if I've ever felt more like I was being punked while watching a movie. Is Poltergeist supposed to be scary? Because if it is, it's not fucking scary. What it comes across as is a fucking parody or satire and a bad one of the horror genre. I, it's fucking silly as shit and stupid. The scene where the mom is, where she finds out that the, 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 there's a ghost there or whatever and can move the chair, and then the father comes home, and she's like, hey, look, look, look at this chair. Look, look at it. Oh, isn't that cool? Okay, now now go sit over there. I'm going to put our, put our daughter on the ground, put on a little football helmet on her head, and she's going to get fucking dragged to you. Is this cool? Is this, what? I... Then the tree comes in and grabs a kid, and that whole scene is fucking dumb. So stupid. So stupid. The girls in the TV. Mommy, hey boy, where are you? Can't see you. Oh, fuck off. That that daughter, too. She's probably the scariest thing in the movie because she's fucking creepy and weird, and I don't like her. But that movie's awful. That movie is fucking terrible. I could not believe how bad Poltergeist was from the get going it just throws you into the story there's no real introduction or anything no setup it's just okay let's go all right piece of shit movie but you know it's not a piece of shit i mean some of them might be a piece of shit aren't even pieces of shit of the games i played the games i played this week include fuck you fuck you alarm that's that's not the name of a game that's just my watch that I have I have it set to go off at 12 p.m. at midnight every day and that's what it does so now you know that I'm recording this I started recording before midnight but now it's midnight but the games always talking about on today's show include Ghost Runner 2 Crime Boss Rocket City the Dragon's Gold Cup DLC DreamWorks Troll Remix Rescue Car Detailing Simulator and Alpha Particle. So we're going to start things off with Ghost Runner 2. Now, I have not played any of Ghost Runner 1. I didn't even play a demo or anything. So I can't compare Ghost Runner 2 to the first game. But I did, after playing a fair bit of 2, check out what people thought of two compared to one and it seems like again i can't 
speak to this myself, except for the way 2 is structured. But it seems like the first game was way more linear run base, and the second one is more arena base in that you'll have these brief sections where you're doing a little bit of linear parkouring to get to an arena that is more open and allows you to choose how you want to handle the situation. And it feels kind of like a puzzle room where you'll have enemies of various types, melee-based ones, projectile-based ones, and you get to choose who you go for first and, and decide your your plan that way. And if you don't know what Ghost Runner is, it's a first-person action platformer, hardcore-heavy, where you play a Ghost Runner. And I'm going to say this, too. I don't know about the first game, second game. I've never had a game make me check out of the story faster than Ghost Runner 2 with its awful writing. Because the first line of the opening cutscene is... Uh, I'm not going to know this word for word, but it's basically we're known as ghost runners or, or no, we're known by many names like ghost runner and human like killing machine, human like killing machine that one, that's fucking stupid as hell Two, That's not a name you're known by. That's the fucking definition of, Ghost Runner, which is a name you're known by. Human-like killing machine. That's not a name. That is a description. Fucking. <laughs> but the writing continued to just be really, really stupid. And I didn't care. Because fucking whatever. But it's a first-person hardcore action platformer. Where you have a sword... And quickly get some shurikens that you can use to solve some very simple puzzles to access new areas. And a grapple hook that allows you to traverse more freely and reach places you wouldn't be able to otherwise. And you yourself are very fragile on that. I believe uh, any hit is an automatic death so I don't think you can take multiple hits maybe you're able to upgrade that part of you so that you can take an additional hit or two later down the line because I've not finished the game I, I would like to put two on hold play one because I do own one and then play this it'd be a nice dual attack the backlog type of situation right there but in the time I've played with it, it is that arena-based, more uh, puzzly nature. But I really, really, really like the game. And I think I would like one more, given what people have said about it, in terms of it being more linear run-based. Because what I like about Ghost Runner most is the feel of it. It feels great. And it has a quality mode, a performance mode, and a high frame rate mode. And my assumption is quality 30, performance 60, high frame rate 120. I played on high frame rate, but I checked out all of them. They all seem stable. 
and I was surprised given the nature of the game that playing it in the quality mode did not make it feel like I was hurting myself gameplay wise. But I'd also say that given the fast nature of the game, the graphical differences were not super noticeable to me. So I would recommend if you have a high frame rate display playing it that way. But I really, really enjoyed my time with the game because it just felt really good. And like I said, the all of the modes were stable. I didn't notice any performance issues. Playing Xbox, Xbox Series X. Looks good in motion when you are walking around the hub world, talking to people, and in in-game or in-engine cutscenes. <laughs> it looks very, very blurry, regardless of the mode, and not super great, but I don't really care because the style is there. I don't need super crisp, high-quality character models and all that jazz. Just give me a game that looks pretty good, looks good in motion, and over, and more importantly, runs well, and that's what Ghost Runner 2 does. But I, I, I really like it. I, there, are, there are boss fights too that are a little frustrating in just the sense that so the first boss fight is with another Ghost Runner. And what's frustrating about it is that it's seemingly random as opposed to working off of a strict pattern. And why that's annoying is because depending on the way things play out, any given attempt could be very hard if the boss is spamming its most challenging attacks or incredibly easy if it's only spamming its simple attacks. So in the instance of the first boss, they had a handful of attacks, one where they would jump up really high and then smash your sword in the ground and create this huge blast that to avoid you have to grapple onto this buddy who comes and helps you in the fight about midway through as well as a slash that has a sort of splash effect to the side that isn't as wide and you can jump over by yourself and then this dash they also shoot some energy blast or whatever as you that's super easy to block that's nothing but then our other main attack is dashing in your direction and then doing a swipe at you but those are easy to avoid and as long as you stay away from them and far enough away that he can't do a slash they'll just keep dashing at you and when I beat that boss on my last attempt I, I didn't go through many attempts but the attempt that ended up being successful was one where he just kept dashing at me and then my buddy I could get him to tase the boss so that he'd get stunned for a brief period of time get in a few attacks and it ended up being a breeze so that element of the boss fights makes him a little bit frustrating but it feels really really good looks good runs well and I'm excited to play more. 
it's all level based so when you complete a level you'll get a time uh, a completion time your number of deaths and any collectibles found and then you can at any time go to the main menu and just play a level if you want to which is nice but i have had a really good time with ghost runner 2 so far which isn't surprising it scratches that parkour itch that fans of Titanfall like, which I am in no way the first person to say that or compare them. But I'd highly recommend checking it out. And maybe start with the first one, because I'm sure that'll be super cheap in the fall sales that are, what, two, three weeks away? Yeah, that's Ghost Runner 2. Next up is the Crime Boss Rocket City Dragons Gold Cup DLC, which adds a new actor to the cast, one Danny Trejo, which is a, a good addition. He seems to be doing a decent job voice acting-wise. The problem with the DLC, though, is that it is very clearly geared towards people who have already played the game and are fans of the game because it does not in any way reintroduce you to the systems and there are many systems in the game. And, and more strangely, it doesn't even really tell you what the fuck it wants you to do in the mode. It gives you an opening cutscene and then it just lets you air, just fucking do it. And the, and the way it works too is that it seems like it's meant to be a head start version of the main campaign where instead of starting at the very bottom, you and all of the other gangs you start off with quite the nest day. You got a lot of money at your disposal. You already have a decent crew, soldiers at your disposal, and it's a race to the top. That's fine. That's cool. But if you're like me and haven't played the game in months, it's a little hard to just jump into this and know exactly what to do. It also seems like some of the systems aren't there, but again, it doesn't really tutorialize anything. So I don't know if some stuff is missing or just seems like it's missing because I don't remember where everything is or how everything works. So that was a little frustrating. But if you are, and, and it is its own campaign, if you are in the middle of a campaign, you can't check it out unless you end that campaign and start a new campaign, which made me realize that the way Crime Boss works is when, because it, it's, it's a fucking rogue light game where when a campaign ends, you get a bit more XP and some more permanent upgrades for future runs, and then you're, you have at it. So you have to start a campaign there. You, you can't have multiple slots, which is a little disappointing. 
but it seems all right. It is just very much so for people who already really like the main game and those people are surely already aware of the DLC and already it's not it's not a DLC that adds anything new other than Danny Trejo to the mix. And so it's not going to bring in anyone who wasn't interested in the main game or played it and didn't like it. It's not like, for instance, the Moon Crash DLC for Prey, which is standalone, I think, but gave you a completely different type of gameplay, different type of mode and all that. This is just... It's it's more crime boss, but with a bit of a head start. Cool. So it's, it's all right. Uh, I don't know what it was either. The the shooting felt worse this this go around. I don't know why. Cause I remember thinking, hey, this 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 shoot is not bad, and it's not bad, but it felt a little worse this time. That is, again, Crime Boss, Rocket City, Dragon's Gold Cup DLC. I think it's like $15 or so. Next up, though, is DreamWorks Trolls Remix Rescue, which is a 3D action platformer set in the Trolls universe, starring your favorite trolls, I think. Like the Smurfs game, I don't really have much experience with the property, except when I was a kid, and I, I've seen the second Trolls movie. I had no idea. Apparently, there's a third movie coming out very soon, or just came out. But the second one, I believe, is called World Tour. And it was okay. Some good licensed music in it, I guess. But when I was younger, I loved this Trolls vacation video or whatever it was that I don't know what the point of it was but it opened with I believe it opened with the trolls singing Kokomo or whatever that song is it's where all the trolls go is I like that I like that video a lot growing up anyone in my age bracket may or may not remember that thing but those trolls were the traditional trolls. They didn't have all these different colors. And tr tr trolls back in the day, they just looked like fucking weird ass babies with crazy hair. Now they look more like aliens and they're all in different colors skin. And it's just, and by different color skin, I mean crazy colors like neon pink and stuff like that. I don't mean you got black trolls and, and stuff like that. But the game is surprisingly boring. I was really hoping for another Mission of Relief because that that game transcended the license. I don't give a shit about the Smurfs, but my God, do I love the Smurfs Mission of Relief. That is a great platform and it looks great. It has some unique gameplay ideas, but there's nothing particularly unique with Trolls. Remix Rescue? I already forget the name of it. Remix Rescue. It doesn't look particularly good. 
the texture quality is low and given the nature of the game and having all these bright colors there's something about that that makes for a harshness that is unpleasant to look at the voice acting wasn't a fan of that what i what i do like about the game is you can customize your troll and there's a decent amount of customization options there including a good amount of facial hair options that i wasn't expecting because i don't remember there being a lot of trolls with facial hair in the movie but i like that and it feels fine it controls well enough but it's just pretty dull and given that the series seemingly from the very beginning because like i said with that thing i loved as a kid that was music based as well there seems to be a very music heavy nature to the trolls universe and the story is surrounding this jazz troll who's trying to jazzify everything and the trolls are not having any of it but everyone gets hypnotized by him except you because you had your headphones on and were able to not get manipulated by Mr. Jazzy Pants but the music sucks I guess at some point they'll, they'll have some of the songs from the movies but the regular music when you're going around these areas in rather linear fashion it sucks and in a movie or in a game that has a story that is music centric in a universe a property a series a franchise that's known for its music a game that has some rhythm based mini games the music is bad and the rhythm stuff those things get dragged out way too long in large part because the music is not exciting in any way so that doing this little DDR press the direction as it comes into the designated area gameplay is so dull and goes on for way too long it's just it's a, it's a game that because it's relatively easy it might be enough for fans for for kids and fans of the trolls series and all of that but it doesn't transcend the license like the smurfs mission belief does which i think is great for anyone smurfs fan or not because i don't give a shit about the smurfs and i love that game this is not that this is you like smurfs or, or you like the trolls well you know they could you could have gotten a lot worse it's a fine game it's it's a a solid five out of ten but a 5 out of 10 is not a game for everyone. It's a game for Trolls fan. And Mission Belief is like a 7, a solid 7, which is makes it makes it a game for fans of the genre. 7 out of 10 equals fans of the genre. 5 out of 10 equals fans of the property of the license. That's how it works. We just figured it out. 
That's again DreamWorks Trolls Remix Rescue. Next up, Car Detailing Simulator. This is a simulator from publisher, developer, not sure which. But they've put out a lot of simulator games on console that I have been quite critical of and harsh on. And this has a lot of those same issues like being a clearly better with mouse and keyboard type of game not super well optimized for console not the greatest port job buggy there are times where the tools i was using would disappear menus being finicky in the main menu in the options menu there's an audio and i think game tab there's no way to get to the game tab it just would not work no matter what I tried no matter what buttons I pressed nothing couldn't get couldn't access it so there's a lot of jankiness to the the game however unlike all of their other games because I think in every other case I've not enjoyed the games in addition to them being not great on console and having all these other issues card uh, detailing simulator I actually kind of like and it made it immediately clear why people liked still like I don't know how relevant it still is but that power wash simulator game which I've still not played I get it now there's something satisfying cathartic relaxing about cleaning and that's what you're doing in car detailing simulator you're Foaming up your car, then washing away the foam, then drying it off with a cloth, cleaning the windows, cleaning the upholstery. Dude, is this really how you clean car upholstery? Is by spraying shit on it and then vacuuming that crap off? Because that seemed weird, but I'm, I'm going to trust the game. I don't know shit about cars. But the actual act of cleaning the cars, it's relaxing. It, 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 it would still feel better with the mouse and keyboard. But in the grand scheme of this particular publisher's simulator repertoire and ports to consoles, this is definitely one of the better ones. And is maybe worth checking out when it goes on sale. But I would also say if you are at all willing to play games on a PC, just check it out on PC. Just check it out on PC. Because it'll, it'll be a better experience. Unless, I don't think it has mouse and keyboard support. And even if it if it did, I bet there'd be no way to get it to work because there might be an option you have to click in the menu and then you can't get there in the menu and it's just like, ow, fuck. But I enjoyed my little time with it. It has some of the worst cutscene art I've ever seen in my life horrendous disgusting awful I don't even know what the hell why they why they even bother putting that crap in there it looks awful though it's terrible but the game itself when you're just detailing the cars it's fun I don't know if it gets super extra complex in detailing because that was the opening car is just cleaning it up but that was fun. 
And then the last game, really quick, Alpha Particle. I played the, the tutorial, though the tutorial wouldn't let me finish the, the part where it's telling me about all the menus, because I accessed all the menus, and then it just it wasn't acknowledging that I did everything it asked me to do, and I don't know what the hell's going on there. But it's a game where you play some energy orb or something, a particle, I guess. And then you're 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 non-combative. You don't have any offensive actions, but you can lure bad particles by wiggling your particle butt at them, and then they'll, they'll chase you. And then you get them to run into something that destroys them. And you do that quite often to open up the the fucking portal or whatever to the next area. But I, I don't. I played through most of the tutorial. I think all of the tutorial that explained the gameplay. And I played a handful of levels. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in that game. It, I, I think visually it's very hard to read. The art it does not stand out in any significant... It's, it's a very sort of template based looking game it's not it's not good looking it's just there's, there's something off about there's something off about the whole thing it just it seems I, I, it is one of the games I've quote unquote played that I'm most at a loss for words and I just I don't I, I was playing it and the whole time just thinking to myself huh that gif of John C. Riley from his TV show, Check It. Was it Check It Out? We're just like, huh? 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 That's how I felt the whole time playing that game. But feel free to check it out if you want. What's it called again? Alpha Particle? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that that's the end of the show. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to support me and my nonsense, you can do so over at patreon.com slash PXS. That is again, patreon.com slash PXS. Get access to some fancy schmancy bonus content, including a Q&A if you are a member of the All You Can Oatmeal tier, as well as some additional podcasts that I'm playing around with. I, I, I am going to, at some point, do a retrospective, reflective, whatever the hell we want to call it, thing where I go back through all of the old episodes of Attack the Backlog and talk about what I remember of my time playing some of the early games in the series and so on and so forth, and, and other things that don't really have a natural home elsewhere that would only make sense in a place like Patreon. So, if any of that kind of stuff interests you, check it out, support me there and all that good jazz. And if you'd like, in addition to a link to the Patreon, links to everything else, including the site, the YouTube, the Discord, so on and so forth, you can find all of those and more over at pxsausage.com. That is, again, pxsausage.com. But that is it. That is all. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I 
hope you enjoy this here episode and I hope you have both a wonderful rest of your day, a lovely rest of your week, and a fantastic weekend. But for now, adios, uh, arrivederci. Bye! <laughs>